This is the Blue Bomber Podcast with CFL Hall of Famer and my broadcast partner, Doug Brown. That's just it. If we're tricked, you're allowed to tackle a ball carrier if we don't. It's my understanding. I I used to do it anyway, so. (laughs) First time pass interference has ever been called on a nose tackle. That is, wow. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or at CJOB.com. Hey, hey, it is the Blue Bomber Podcast with Doug Brown. I'm Greg Mackling, here to steer the ship somewhat. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Thanks for taking some time to tune into the podcast. And thanks so much for taking time to go to Global News and vote on your favorite Blue Bomber of all time. We gave you 15 choices, and we're going to narrow it down to a top five right now. Doug, great to see you, man. Are you getting caught up in this Winnipeg Jets fever, by the way? Is there a game today? Yeah. Well, as we record this, yes, we're making our way towards game two. I just found out that Las Vegas had a team. I had no idea. Well, now you know. They used to have a team in the Canadian Football League once upon next, a time. Next thing you know, you'll tell me they have an NFL team. They do not have an <laughs> NFL team yet, but they are digging a hole for the stadium. The Raiders moving there, of course, but you knew that. Uh, did you ever play in the CFL when there were no. teams in the United States? No, sir. I was fortunate to miss You missed that, that error. Yes. <laughs> You can uh, can you name the quarterback that played for the Las that Vegas posse? posse once upon a time? Oh Lord, was it Dunnigan? I don't even know. Who it was it? Anthony Cavillo. Cavillo started Cavillo, there. Cavillo, yeah. Wow. So uh, he paid his dues on the way to the top. That's you for sure. are oh, not joking, my friend. Anyway, let's talk about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. An outstanding list. It was so unfair for them to force us to pick fifteen in the first place, and then it's like. Oh yeah, we're going to make it more difficult. Now you got to now you got to pick your top 5 because the fans have voted. Now we have to compare our list to the fans list. So let's go back and forth. That's let's not even go, fair. That's go. not even fair. You want to start we'll, number 5? We'll, we'll, we'll do number 5. We'll do yours. We'll do mine. We'll go back and forth and then we'll do the results of the poll. We'll get a ton of votes out there. It's going to be it's an eye it's an eye opener. That's okay. for sure. When Sounds you see uh, who the fans voted and picked as their top 5 in this pool of players that we submitted last week. So Sounds what good. do you got? Number 5. Number 5 for me was Tyrone Jones, the linebacker wow. who, who won one great cup with the Blue Bombers in 1984, but he revolutionized the Winnipeg Blue Bomber defense when he played in Winnipeg, the vaunted Winnipeg defense that was built around linebackers, and everyone will tell you that Tyrone Jones was the absolute heart and soul of those defenses that changed football in Winnipeg, breaking the 22-year Grey Cup drought between 1962 and 1984. So the late, great Tyrone Jones is number five for me. Doug Brown. Number five for me, hard to argue with that, but I will... This one, if you get an endorsement from Bud Grant as being the greatest player that he has ever coached in his NFL and CFL tenures, you get on this list no matter what. Number five for me is Leo Lewis, four-time Grey Cup champion, all-time yardage leader for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, six-time divisional all-star. Simply, when you have greatness that points you out and identifies you as greatness. That's all it took for me to put Leo Lewis number five. You know what's really frightening, Doug? Is for the exact same reason I have the Lincoln locomotive at number three. (laughs) All I needed to hear, I was fortunate enough to speak with Bud Grant a few weeks ago, leading into the first round of the NHL playoffs. We were talking about famous Manitobans, famous Minnesotans. Well, Bud Grant is essentially both. We got him on the line and we asked him about Leo Lois, the best player that he ever coached. And, well... 
Leo Lewis makes number three on my list based on that alone. So you and I are on the exact same wavelength, and that is really frightening me two podcasts into 2018. So do I give you my number four now? I guess yeah, I yeah, do that, right? Yeah. My number four, Ken Plain. Kenny Plain's number four. Wow. Ken Plain is number wow. four. Wow. I mean, he's obviously on my list, but I do not have him that low. Why do you have Kenny Plain number four? That's what well, I'm because Leo Lewis yeah. makes his way to number three purely based on what we just talked about. Yeah. And, well, there's one quarterback in Winnipeg Blue Bomber history that's better than Kenny Plain. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to be bringing out my number four, who's Dieter Brock. Correct. Dieter Brock is my number four all-time passing yard leader for the Bombers. Uh, only guy to win back-to-back most outstanding player awards mm-hmm. for the CFL. Uh, all-time number four, uh, all-time TDs with 177. For me, you know, that made him uh, the second best quarterback and and number four on my list all time with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Now, here's the difference, Doug. I, I you, can't wait to hear your opinion of what's different. Okay, well, here's the difference. You didn't watch either of those players play mm-hmm. in the same fashion I did. Dieter Brock was my quarterback of my team growing up. And so Kenny Plain, of course, is the legend, but I watched Dieter Brock. I watched every single game Dieter Brock played as a Winnipeg Blue Bomber. And so as much as I endorse your choice of Kenny Plain in that slot, I had to put uh, Dieter Brock somewhere else on my list. Unbelievable. Mm. Who do you got at number three? Number three, well, Leo Lewis. Leo Lewis, yes. And who's your number three? Uh, Chris Walby, nine-time All-Star, two times. Most outstanding alignman, three-time Grey Cup champion, the iconic Viking Blue Bomber. The only thing I knew about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, when I found out I, my rights were being traded from Calgary to Winnipeg, Walby. That was to me. That was my introduction to what I was going up to, and uh, just a guy that redefined the position. Considered in many circles the best that have ever played on the offensive line. Hard to keep him out of the top five. He's my number three. Who do you got number two? I want to just want to make a comment about Chris Walby because he didn't make my top five. Okay. He was an outstanding athlete all the way around. Played hockey. Played hockey at a high level in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League. We could use him against Ryan Reeves in this series. I think you're right. So if we're going to keep continually weaving this correlation between hockey and football, uh, based on the fact that we've got hockey playoffs still going on as we're approaching the launch of CFL season uh, 2018, we have to mention the fact that Chris Walby was, in fact, an outstanding hockey player once upon a time. And I'm going to feel bad uh, when I see Chris and I tell him he didn't make his top or my top five, but I think he'll be okay knowing that it was Tyrone Jones that beat him out. Uh, I think he'll be okay knowing five. he made my top five, <laughs> number three, actually. So fantastic. Number two, who you got? That's where Dieter Brock comes in for me. Dieter Brock, number two, okay. back-to-back Shenley okay. Award winner, as they said back in the day, and. For those that watched him play, for those that watched the Winnipeg Blue Bombers back in that day, if not for one player, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in all likelihood may have had two or three Grey Cups in the Dieter Brock era. I'm I'm of course talking about Warren Moon, one of the best quarterbacks on either side of the border, who played in either league, who happened to play in both leagues. Dieter Brock, after he left Hamilton, went down to the Los Angeles Rams and was, in fact, a Pro Bowl quarterback. So Dieter Brock, my quarterback, growing up, although he never won a great cup in Winnipeg, is my guy at number two. 
Number two, I went from the greatest offensive lineman potentially in CFL history to the undisputed greatest receiver in CFL history, Milt Stiegel, nine-time CFL All-Star. CFL touchdown record still standing at 147. Simply an iconic figure on and off the field up here in Winnipeg. Uh, the best that ever played that spot, if you ask me. And very high on our voters list as well. You have Milt Stiegel at number, number, two. Two. number two. All-time. All-time players in Winnipeg Blue Bomber history. Well, I have him at number one. <laughs> well, there you go. We're close. <laughs> <laughs> for Not only for all the reasons that you mentioned, Doug, but for his loyalty and commitment to the team, the way he wore the W, the way he wore blue and gold, the fact that he never played for another team. Uh, yes, there were holdouts. Yes, there were contract demands along the way, uh, things that he was fully entitled to, but he remains a Winnipeg Blue Bomber through and through, and so for that, Milt Stiegel is number one on my list. Who is the number one all-time Winnipeg Blue Bomber on Doug Brown's list? Well, you know, I thought about when you're on the football field, which one position, which one player has the greatest impact on the outcome of a game. That's obviously the quarterback. I went with a quarterback that won four Grey Cups, okay, who is also an all-star, not only at quarterback, but at defensive back, okay, and is in the all-time record books throwing the football as well as rushing the football. To me, you know, you win the most number of Grey Cups for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. You're at the most important position on the field. You're playing offense. You're an all-star. You're throwing and rushing the football. You're playing defense at an all-star level as well. How can there be a better player? The dominance of Kenny Plain, 58, 59, 61, and 62. There was only one year in that five-year stretch where he did not win a Grey Cup, to me, he has to be the greatest of all time. At least our five are the same. They're just... No, our five are not the same because uh, I bumped Walby oh, so out Tyrone for, for Tyrone yes. Jones. and so Four out of five are the same. For, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so four of the five of the fans' choices are the same as ours as well because we have one discrepancy based on the fan vote. So should we work through that from five to yeah, one? Yeah, let's go. So well over 500 votes, I understand, that went onto the website to determine this. And starting off here in uh, fifth, hang on, one, two, yeah, I'm making sure there's only five here, mm-hmm. with uh, 9% of the votes in fifth place, Chris Walby. Well, yeah, but he was also tied with Dieter Brock, so yeah. we could say that they were tied for fourth. Well, percentage-wise they were tied, but uh, Dieter Brock got a few more votes few more than votes? him, which is why he got bumped up okay. in, into fourth place. So, so Dieter Brock, number four. Number three is the aforementioned, your number one, yeah, Ken Plain. Plain. 12% of the vote right there. And you know what? It's, uh, you know, not a lot of fans remember. I mean, I wasn't obviously even born in the late 50s and early 60s when these things were happening. So you have to be somewhat of a historian to to get there. So there's not a lot of reminders out there visually of the greatness he had. So, But it still goes to show you He's number three on this list. That's very, very impressive. Well, maybe if the Blue Bombers would hang their Great Cup banners inside the stadium, we'd be reminded of the great greatness of Ken Plain. If you're listening, Wade Miller, it's been a point of contention. You know this. I've been voicing this for many a year. Yes, the Blue Bombers are... 
28 years without a Grey Cup. Sorry, I had to do some math there. I ran out of fingers and toes. But it had 10 Grey Cups in the history of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. We should be showing those off inside the stadium. Number two, according to the fans, and by considerable distance over Ken Plain, in number three was Joe Poplowski. Yeah, a little bit of a surprise there, but Joe Poplowski needs to apologize to no one for his popularity and his ability when he was playing. So... Joe Poplowski, if only he had played more years kind of thing. The kind of accomplishments he had. He only played nine years in the CFL with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Five-time All-Star out of those nine years. So better than every other year. Two times most outstanding Canadian for Mm -hmm. the entire CFL. Top rookie of the CFL. Mm -hmm. Third on the Bombers all-time for receiving yardage. Incredible incredible you know statistic package he put together and he was just obviously i wasn't here for it but people were just enamored with him and his performances and his play on the football field joe poplowski is a guy i talked to when i was contemplating considering retiring you know he got me out on the field for a couple more years there because he told me his regrets that he thought maybe he hung him up too soon Easily in the discussion of all-time greats. He was obviously on our top 15 players that we submitted. Man, did he go high in this poll at number two. A lot of people adored Joe Poplowski, and I think the fact, once again, another player who played his entire career in Winnipeg, an individual who has not only remained a Winnipeg Blue Bomber through and through, but he remains a Winnipegger and is very active in the community, and I think that endears himself to a lot of people in the city of Winnipeg. So, number one... The fans agreed with me, Doug. The fans voted 32% in favor of the Turtle Man, Milt Stiegel. And once again, I don't think there's any question that he's the number one Blue Bomber of all time. Although, based on the historical facts you've brought to the table, Ken Plain... Just because of the era that he played in and the age, you know, memories are fading and uh, the film is in black and white for the most part. And so I think most of us can be forgiven for maybe overlooking Ken Plain because the statistics and what you laid out there, I would have to say Ken Plain most deserving of your number one vote. But you can't argue against the fact that the fans have voted Milt Stiegel the number one Blue Bomber Yeah, any vote that ever happens, Milt Stiegel is going to be at or near the top of the list. He just had his charisma, had as much to do with his, uh, uh, you know, his talent on the field. They were almost hand in hand. They, they were uh, neck and neck in terms of the the kind of impact he had on people. It just wasn't how he dominated and scored. It was the flair in which he did it. It was his candor, his interviews. I always called him the Muhammad Ali of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. He had this charismatic style and approach and, uh, you know, really, really affected uh, the fan base of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So no surprise. Number two on my list, number one on your list, List, number one on the fan list. He's always going to be up there. Milt Stiegel and, uh, you know, hard to say you uh, he doesn't deserve uh, such an accolade. Well, he never got caught from behind, so it only makes sense that he's number one, Doug Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he showed me that technique, too. He would just, he's like, okay, you're faster than me. We're going to turn this into a long distance. <laughs> and he ran at angles, right? He, stra- he was not going a straight line from A to B. Somebody faster chasing him, he made an endurance race as opposed to a sprint, and he did all of his damage in games because of his conditioning. And lots of great plays in Winnipeg Blue Bomber history. Yeah. But 
but inarguably the greatest single play of Blue Bomber history. One of the greatest plays in Canadian Football League history in Edmonton, 2006, July of 2006. The Blue Bombers from their own 10-yard line, 100 yards for the victory. The first victory that they'd had in Edmonton in nearly a decade. And then they went another decade without a win. But you know what? We don't need to talk about that. So that's it. That's our top five show. We want to thank you for your votes, for your participation, for your love affair with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And I would say most of the eras were represented very well in your list, in my list, and the list of the fans. So thank you. We'll have another list coming out for you, coming up in just a, well, coincides with our next podcast. We'll tell you all about that. So stick around. The Blue Bomber Podcast with Doug Brown. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or at cjob.com.